in my fat Greek wedding, it is like that kind of like boisterous, like foreign family energy and like, you okay, know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. immigrant family energy. And then also like, but it's like the, the, the leads are like more it's like, like Shania Twain, one of the leads of it. That no, it's like it Nia Vardalos <laughs> and some guy. <laughs> it's like, like no, I need it to be, I need it to be like Madonna and like, uh, like Bruce Lee. That's good casting. That'd be a that good, is movie. good casting. <laughs> Send that to Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Like a, a remake. Make it now. Movie. My big fat Greek wedding with Madonna and Bruce Lee. A good <laughs> casting. Good. None of those people are Greek. Sensical <laughs> like, casting like for this movie. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. My great big fat Lee wedding. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I think we got something Bruce here. Lee. I think this is genius. D- He's D- Bruce Lee. Uh, Madonna's uh, playing a character. Yeah, uh, Bruce Lee as Bruce Lee. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Madonna as Cher. Yes, exactly. Madonna's like Cher. So okay, so it's it's Bruce Lee as himself. He's playing Bruce Lee, current Bruce Lee now. <laughs> current Is now, he Bruce Lee. Away? Like Bruce Lee. Oh, Did Bruce Lee die? Bruce, I think Bruce Lee's passed. Um, so. Uh, R.I.P. Right. Okay, he did pass. So I'll okay, in I'll play. I'll <laughs> play Bruce. <laughs> I'll play Bruce. We're very topical Lee. with this. <laughs> I'll play Bruce, and then and then uh, it's Madonna playing Cher. Yeah, <laughs> marrying Wait. Bruce Lee, but me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's good. All right, let's start the episode. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to that. I've been meaning to listen to that. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Come over and talk about it. We, we don't get anymore. Sounds like a good <laughs> intro. No, we don't get <laughs> anymore. Now we're just to business. So oh, let's get down to business. To the feet. The huds. Then they said the daughters. <laughs> when I asked. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Has it been this long since I've recorded, or am I just annoyed uh, no, by Andrew? <laughs> you can fit the Welcome to I've been meaning to listen to that, the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee. I'm Mulan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm uh, Allison. Yeah, Allison, Allison Mick is here. Friend uh, so, <laughs> of the she's pod. Like, yes, you might you yeah. might have heard her on our uh, Taylor Swift episode last year was very good one of one of our favorites last year mm-hmm. and uh, all mutual friend of both of us like now like uh, me and Allison have like been friendly at times we've in, become friends in, in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to like describe things I shouldn't be like hosting a show where I speak often and frequently we used to no longer be friends and now we are friends now we are ago, continuing on our journey used to be friends. Friends, but, exactly uh, <laughs> the veronica mars theme song um but yeah <laughs> we're here to talk about hades town by anate how do you how do you say your name anais mitchell anais yeah, mitchell. mitchell yeah 
and uh, this is a musical, and it's really interesting. Um, it was a concept album at one point, and now it's a musical, and now people on Twitter.com are going, this is a good musical. So, um, <laughs> Twitter is right. Let- <laughs> Yeah, Twitter popped off with that one. I have not gotten to visually see this musical, but I'm glad that everything is in this album. I want to say right everything, like it's pretty. I I just had to like watch it one time on the the rip, like the. I was gonna say, uh, Michael, you didn't watch the bootleg. (laughs) I couldn't successfully find a bootleg and wasn't looking that hard. I sent you one. I didn't want to watch that one. So. <laughs> okay. okay. Because, like, I will say, like, it's not the optimal experience to watch it. It's like, because it's like, there are times where, first of all, like, the after every song, they sing, like, Hades Town. And then, like, the guy, like, puts his phone down and go, like, oh, shoot. Like, the usher's <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> and then, like, sometimes, like, the zoom is, like, way too far into their face, or, like, they're just, like, focused on one extra. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> That's <laughs> me, me watching a musical. We, were, we went and saw Wicked when we were in New York City, and there's this guy who is, like, way too much for what, like, the, like, People of Odds <laughs> is supposed to be doing. And he's, like, wearing a big hat and big glasses, and he was, like, really doing the like background Aussian and it's like yeah. hey a little little less <laughs> like like they're we need singing about 50% <laughs> like, I, I get it you know <laughs> what the there's, a part, there, there's a part of me that doesn't envy that position because like your job is to like to not be noticed but you have to like be there every day be and, there, like, right yeah like do choreography yeah. but if, they notice if you mess up or if you do too much and stuff right. like that so I've been in that position a few times but yeah, like uh let's talk about Hades. Let's talk about the preconceived notions of Hades Town a little bit. Uh Allison, like I remember seeing that you saw this on Instagram and stuff like that. But what was your I have history my, of I have it? My playbill right here. Wow. <laughs> True Broadway original. Um, I honestly, so I went to see this in New York in March earlier this year. And to be very honest, I had no idea what it was. Yeah, I just, just knew it was like good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'd heard everyone rave about it. I heard people loved it, but embarrassing to admit, I didn't know the story. I didn't know it was the tragedy. I had no idea oh, who any so characters sad. were. It's, so, it's sad. so sad. So imagine my surprise when it's not a happy ending. <laughs> I was devastated. Well, so yeah, no it has like a hopeful ending, which we can talk about as we move forward. Kind of hopeful, yeah. semi-hopeful. Yeah, yeah, pretty similarly, except I didn't go to New York and watch it like I I just because I stopped. I don't know, like, let, let's I guess we could talk about this, too, of just like our his, like history as like theater kids or like just kind of being in that world growing up and then either fragmenting off or like still finding ways to be expressive or artistic and stuff like that. Um, but like Dear Evan Hansen was like the last musical I was like following as like a musical fan. Just like, I love musicals. This is my genre. I love to watch them and stuff like that. Or I love to listen to soundtracks. And um, that, and I saw it in the most optimal setting where I watched, I like, I watched the it movie just going. <laughs> yeah, the movie. <laughs> That's <laughs> the prime. That's plot at its peak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but the second most optimal, you're right. The second most optimal viewing experience was to watch it cold, like not knowing what it was and not knowing any of these guys and stuff like that. I was so I was like really floored by it. I was really like 
what is this? Like, I've never seen something like this. I was like really blown away. And I imagine that's the way people feel watching this for the first time, just like going in cold and stuff like that. But after that, I kind of like distanced myself from like watching or listening to musicals. Like I like saw that Mean Girls had a musical and stuff like that. I didn't watch that. I saw that like, you know, the 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 one with Josh Groban where like the 1912, the Comet of whatever came out the russian one yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. and like truly i don't know i just like kind of don't watch any musicals anymore i just like that's not something maybe i'll like listen to like one song from a musical i like but i kind of like stopped um my access to musicals is somewhat limited and then my desire does not overcome the barrier to entry like i am not like oh you know what would be fun $80 $80 for a ticket that's bad and to go to a show that I might not like, you know, like, or like the Tulsa version of a good show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Or like tra- a traveling tour. And it's like, yeah, the best, the best versions are the ones on Broadway, in my opinion. Like, that's why you shoot to go on Broadway. You know, it's like Lee and Michelle's true dreams have been realized, you know? Oh, yeah. Funny girl. On Broadway. Yeah. yeah. She's, she is one funny girl. Yeah. And I, I just like, I don't know. Yeah. There's like a cringe element. Like now theater kids are kind of like annoying and cringy and stuff like that. Not like, like us. Yeah. Not <laughs> no, like we're us. not. Cool. No, no, no. <laughs> we like, cool. Listen, we're the cool ones. Hey, <laughs> you better stop thinking about lunch money. Mom said I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know where I'm getting at with this, but like, what about you, Michael? What's your history? No, I'm like, I'm totally get that. My last one I followed was probably Hamilton, which now yeah. I cringe Hamilton. thinking about liking oh God, Hamilton. Yeah. I'm like, I want to delete Lin Manuel Miranda from the <laughs> internet from my life. I would, At- <laughs> and people keep forgetting that he's cringe, and then they like let they're like, "Ooh, Encanto! What is Encanto?" <laughs> oh, no. And then they're like, "Ooh, this is pretty good." And then Lin Manuel Miranda is like, "Hola!" on the soundtrack or whatever, and it's like, "Okay, yep. Lin, Lin, you don't have to be in it." I and yeah, it's the, that's the unfortunate. Like, I I just like think that like it's not usually the. It's it's weird because it's like it's people like these things starting out like people like Hamilton yeah yeah like people like people loved it for like like for for how many years and then, like four years it had a good presidential term of being loved yeah and just like the idea of then it just got too much and then we turned on it and stuff like that and like part of it's not the piece's fault like part of it's not the piece of no, art's fault it's the church it's like, that made the fake Hamilton's fault oh my Hamilton. god. Did you guys see that? I did. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Is it like an anti-gay one or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they like, make it yeah. anti-gay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, to be fair, those characters were probably yeah, anti-gay. <laughs> like, just like, it's like, it's like the... Uh, Lord, tell me how I'm going to say no to this. I don't say... It. And she's like, want to be one-on-one in an elevator with me sometime? And he's like... <laughs> Oh, I shouldn't do it. <laughs> so tempting. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. Like that's like it, people just turn on it. Then like I don't know. It's like and also like musicals are held to this like higher standard of art artistry a little bit. Like they all first have of all to just like be like high concept, mm-hmm. and they're expensive, 
and they're like hard to approach. You want them to be interesting enough to be that the music stands its own, but not so interesting that you can't not see it. You know, it's like this delicate balance, especially in the like 2022, where we all just want musicals to be movies, and every musical movie is bad except for <laughs> Mamma Mia. <laughs> you know, sure. like. Like the Wicked movie, I've talked about this now twice, is gonna suck so bad. I pre know that it's gonna suck so bad. And if it does, and I was talking to Hayden about this, and Hayden's like, it could be good. And I'm like, or it's gonna suck. <laughs> it's by the guy who made the, uh, what's it called? The uh, In the Heights movie, which is good. Except for when, when Lin Manuel Miranda comes out of the kitchen or is the old man on the balcony and shows <laughs> He was the, he was the, uh, <laughs> Oh, he's also that's a really good impression Ooh. of him. La. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I think I think some of it's like overblown. Some of the annoyance with him is like he he's like mostly harmless. It's just like Andrew. Hey. If you did a rap every day that I saw you, I would be annoyed by you. Which yeah, I promise, true. Lynn does. He sees his friends and he's like, "I made a rap for you." <laughs> but like the idea of like the actual problematic nature of Hamilton isn't actually talk. That's not why people are upset. With him. <laughs> no, it's, you know, it's like, not like a, they're like, this guy seems like he's a nerd. Like that's literally yeah, it. Like, yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's like, it's whatever. Um, But that's enough of that. So <laughs> let's talk about, did you have Michael, did you have any like preconceived notions with Hamilton? Uh, uh, Hades sound at all though. I just knew this was like the new, like the it girl of musicals. Like this is the <laughs> yeah. new, the new the one and i'm like i knew it had like socialist themes there's a video game i really like i feel like doing twists on greek mythology is like so in and there's a game i really like called hades where you play as xanatus who is like hades and persephone's son i i I don't know if it's like a real like real part of the lore but you're playing as him and you get to interact with all these like all this other greek mythology and you help like um persephone and hades like reconcile by like you fight your way out of hades to like convince your mom to come back because hades has grown like so cold and you have to like re-kill hades over and over in the game it's very interesting it's like another take on this which is fun but that's what this reminded me of and it's the only reason i'm familiar at all with like this mythology you know what i mean like Mm. i already knew that he, he turns back you know so it's like uh, this is gonna be a bummer. <laughs> you you know here's here's my stance. If I was Orpheus, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I wouldn't have turned back. I wouldn't look. I would simply have not that, have bro. turned no. back. <laughs> like, I would well, here's the thing. Going. This is. I mean, that's the central part of this, right? He already doesn't trust her. Like inherently, he doesn't trust her because she left him once, and that's why he mm. wants to look back. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I don't really I didn't do a lot a lot of research on just like the the conceiving of this and stuff like that. I remember uh, reading somewhere that Anais Mitchell just like had one line come to her while she was going onto a show or something like that. And then this whole, like kind of like the how melodies come to like Orpheus or whatever and going like, oh, wow, there's something here. And then uh, they she made like a musical version of this like locally and then 2010 she made like a concept album version where justin vernon a bony bear was orpheus and stuff like that that was pretty cool and then like rachel chavkin like they conceived this musical and 2009 it finally got on broadway and finally became like this hit and stuff like that it's like to like this uh, uh, you know upper echelon level 
Um, that's really all I knew about it. I should, I feel like we should go do a quick synopsis before, like in case people don't oh, yeah. know what it is. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, like it, it's it's basically the myth of Orpheus and Eurydice, uh, where first we start with Hermes, like played by Andre de Shield, which is he's he fantastic, won a Tony, like oldest oldest publicly out gay man to win a Tony, I believe. Is wow, the, like, moniker he got on it. Yeah, well, he's like he was like seventy six, I think, when he won it. Damn, so. that's awesome. Mm. The the same number of trombones there were in uh, uh, the Music Man, so that's pretty <laughs> interesting. <laughs> like musical history, <laughs> like um... that's what he said when he accepted the Tony. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm 76, the same age as trombone trombones in the Music Man. <laughs> then everyone another like, topical standing ovation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep uh, doing his voice, even though I don't have a grasp on this impression. It's just like, I'm just doing like a Pacific Northwest, like news announcer, which is not his voice. <laughs> so he plays Hermes and he introduces all the characters and stuff like that. I'll just go through this really quickly. It's not that important. Wait, it's, um, it's like set also in like post depression. It's like a, in a post like depression era, like, like working in the coal mines building railroads like that's kind of the like yes. setting of it right like mm-hmm. it's like industrial yeah. like mid-industrial depression yeah so. and uh we're introduced orpheus who's like this sweet poet guy and he falls in love with like eurydice who's like a hungry girl that's like they're, they're basically archetypes all these characters are archetypes and i but more specifically they're ideas they're just like well, ideas she's like an independent woman is like yeah. her thing more than being hungry <laughs> <laughs> she's in the she's that's what the that's what the guy keeps saying like she's a hungry girl and stuff like that um so she's hungry for independence yeah 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 um <laughs> that's why like that's, how it's, that's how it's feminist like also like, <laughs> hungry that's your right that's one of the that's one of the cut lines like i'm hungry for independence um <laughs> so this is a chaotic episode. So, like, <laughs> no, that's like, not true. Yeah, How is yeah, that yeah. possible? Uh, so, or- Orpheus meets Eurydice. They fall in love. Eurydice is like cynical and practical and self sufficient. While Orpheus is the son of a muse. He's a poet, and a singer, a player, and a liar. Like that lie, whatever, um, and stuff like that. They fall in love, but eventually, like, they can't like make it work because like winter comes because Persephone goes back to the underworld and stuff like that. And it's cold and like, she's hungry and stuff like that. So she decides to make a deal with Hades to go down there because he's offering, you know, shelter and a job and stuff like that. And then like Orpheus follows her down. Uh, Orpheus, you know, finds Eurydice and Eurydice made a deal with Hades. um, So she can't leave, but Orpheus sings a song to Hades, reminding Hades of like the time when he was she, young and in love with Persephone. Because him Persephone. and Persephone are like on the outs, kind of. Uh, yeah, or at this, least they're not getting along. Yeah, it's this really cold, possessive relationship. And like she's drinking all the time. And, you know, she's very unhappy being there. And, so, and he's like building these like empires and stuff like that. It's to see, like, hey, look at, look at this. I love you and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, he says like, to uh uh in one of the songs like this is how you win a woman like put chains around her neck but make sure they're made of silver put shackles around her wrist but make sure they're made of gold which Mm -hmm. i thought was very interesting but 
Anyways, sorry, we're kind of yeah. hopping over the place. Yeah, I promise I'll so, be less chaotic. I, this is substance-free chaos. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like um, Hades, like so, like uh, Orpheus sings the song for Hades, you know, reminding him about when he was falling in love and stuff like that, and like it moves Hades and uh, Persephone to reconcile, and then Hades is like, hmm, I guess I should let him go, but I, but the the thing is like if i let him go that'll inspire the people who work in the underworld to like revolt and like stuff like that so i gotta make it like difficult or i have to like trick them and do something and then so he makes the he makes a deal where they could leave but orpheus has to like walk out in front of eurydice and like they have to like walk out of hell walk out of hades and stuff like that and you know, and then he tried, they try that and doubt comes in. He gets like paranoid and scared that she's going to leave again. So what, right, right as they leave are about to like leave, he turns back and then she like gets taken down to the underworld. And um, then Hermes is like, well, that was pretty sad. Let's think about it. Yeah. Allison, any input? Um. <laughs> Nope, no notes. <laughs> no, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, like it's like that's the it's basically the 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 myth, like the Greek myth. Um, the the main like adjustments they made are just like to character and stuff like that. They made the Hades Persephone relationship more consensual. Like in the original Greek myth, he kind of just kidnaps her and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Back in like the Greek myths and like some of the biblical stories, it's a lot of those stories are about hubris, about just like what happens when we're given, like either when we try to make our way without the gods or God, or when we try to when we're given responsible godly powers and responsibilities that we like fall short or whatever, like Icarus and Tower of Babel, all that stuff. Like that's kind of like, but with this, it's kind of more about, and this is where the like the socialist kind of theme comes in, which is like. It's actually encouraged. It actually encourages bravery and rebellion against the corrupt system, against like all that stuff. And yeah, I don't know. They just like modernize it a little bit, like here and there. But it's like pretty much the same story um, as before, and like kind of using these archetypes and these myths to like tell something new, but also tell the exact same story. So yeah, uh, Allison, what do you think? What what do you? How do you feel the themes are about? <laughs> like, um, I, f- I have a few that come to mind immediately. I feel like the mm-hmm. biggest one is, I don't know of a simpler way to say this, but like seeing the world for what it could be versus seeing the world for what it is. So I guess like mm-hmm. idealizing reality versus like genuine reality, because mm-hmm. that's kind of a through line in a lot of the lyrics of the songs and just generally like the characters and the way they interact, like Orpheus definitely he has many lines where he's like, he even gives a toast like to the world um, we dream about and the world that we live in and has a lot of lines later on where he's like, I used to see the world the way it could be, but now I see it the way it is. And similar to, like you said, Eurydice is very cynical and down to earth and kind of grungy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, scrappy and hungry and needs to like survive. And so then she like, that's why she leaves Orpheus because she's focused on that. And he's focused on writing this song That'll, you know, bring back spring that or could whatever. Bring back. It's not even that guaranteed. Could bring, yeah, yeah, exactly. That could bring back like what it could be um, and doesn't see what's happening right in front of him. So mm-hmm. I would say that's probably the biggest one that stands out to me. Yeah, it's like kind of like pragmatic realism versus bright optimism. And then 
art and com art versus commerce and stuff like that capitalism like and, and like the idea of how do you like square those two ideas like how do you not fall too on one side basically because like there's also like Eurydice like tries to be optimistic and tries to like have love be the only thing but she's not getting her Maslow's hierarchy of needs met at the same time like she's like not getting food or like not getting she's cold and stuff like that right so right she has to sell exactly. her soul and stuff like that so yeah because when Hades approaches her she's like I like do you know how much it would be to be warm and like have food and that's right. just like mm -hmm. the two basic instincts she's like yeah I just want to be warm and have food. Yeah, so I, when I first heard that song, I'm like, she's very easily convinced. But then it's like, I guess you have to be like, oh, she's hungry and tired and cold. Like, like yeah. me yeah. watching Survivor, like eating ice cream. I'm like, why are they so <laughs> bad at this? At like balancing on a beam on their tippy toes, like for yeah. ten hours in a row. Like I could do that easy peasy. I would kill at that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, amazing at that. There's that line that the fates say where she was. They're like, you can have your principles when you have your belly full, basically. You can mm -hmm. like, mm, yeah, it's easy to judge someone like sitting on a couch or like listening to an album, like while I'm at like Olive Garden, like you're having the, well, the, like you're the, you're chicken your family yeah, yeah. When, when I'm with my family, yeah. when I got my endless breadsticks and soup, um, and like when I when the little the lady comes with the cheese grinder thing, it's like pretty great. And I'm like, oh, this lady's kind of dumb. Like, hey, what if you just let my when you're here, your family joke be <laughs> when you're here, your family? <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that's right, Andrew. And what? <laughs> Uh, what, Michael, what do you think this is? What, uh, what are some weirdly, uh, there are like themes of like socialism and like holding on to things too tightly. Like, uh, Hades runs like basically like a kingdom underground, whereas, uh, the humans that are visiting before they like lose their autonomy remember, like, okay, like I get that you have food and everything, but I'm. I want like to be a person. I want to exist as a human. Mm. Uh, and I don't want to be part of this like collective necessarily. So I think that's like a really big theme throughout as well. And kind of reflected in that duality that we see between like uh, Eurydice and um, Orpheus. Orpheus. Thank you. Sorry. That we see between Eurydice and Orpheus where it's like Eurydice wants to be independent and Orpheus kind of like, also wants to be independent but like sort of one with his environment to some degree if that makes sense definitely i don't know my theme is like don't date an artist <laughs> like you don't <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's like a big one don't um, or also don't date a ceo is also yeah, <laughs> another yeah. somewhere in Neither between nice good. middle management surely because like a nice corporate employee <laughs> <laughs> date like um Date the guy at Kinko's, <laughs> you know, that, that guy's like, he has his life together. I, I he, Because like, also like Eurydice and Persephone are the, obviously the people in Underworld are the victims, but like the, the truest victims are Eurydice and Persephone, basically, mm -hmm. uh, because they are like property and like, they essentially become property in this, like, and they're like, they're pulled apart by like Orpheus who means well and he's sweet, but he can't provide. And then like, Hades, who's like like uh, treacherous and like kind of use her for her utility, basically provides those basic needs, but mm -hmm. like is like drains the manipulative life out of and yeah, yeah, controlling. He's like yeah. the boyfriend in a Taylor Swift song. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he is who all too well is written about, actually. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the reveal in um the, the thing, like Taylor Swift isn't gonna be be revealed to be a lesbian, but she is gonna be revealed to have dated 80s. Like, <laughs> like, like that's not the guys that's, that's I the am big... you're ready to see. I am uh, Persephone. I am of it all comes together. She, she does like ha, must have like drank from like the fountain of youth to like have have that glowing skin. Um, so like oh, um, that's that was what was in the cup when she said uh, "fuck the patriarchy and raise your glass" in the uh, documentary. That was pretty, that was pretty good. Or what did she okay. say to the revolution? That's what to she the revolution. Says. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. She did say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> another sucks. Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, she loves Hamilton. That's why I hate Hamilton. Wait. <laughs> Uh, Allison, do you think uh, Taylor Swift is coming out as a lesbian? Yes, no, maybe so. Probably. No, may I, I also think, think it's no. possible do she can come out as so. bi. It's possible, like it's like, or she dated one woman or something like that. But maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. I am not absolutely not convinced. <laughs> but I, I think people have over convinced themselves. Guess what, Taylor Swift? Stop leaving Easter eggs in things, or make a statement on things. I please okay we'll talk about later so like um (laughs) yeah we will we will sorry anyways Hades town (laughs) yeah and then like ultimately like just like two more themes like the two enemies of this record like Hades isn't actually he is an enemy he's a bad guy but like he's like you know a manipulative bad guy but he's not the true enemy the enemy is poverty and then the enemy is doubt like those are the two Yep, yep yep Yeah, like those are the two like uh, things that like, and these are the ways every all the actions of these characters mostly are about their ways of combating poverty, their ways of trying to overcome the situation that they're in, and like um, some like join into like this like capitalism, some exploit, some just like use try and use the beauty of their art to like combat it. Uh, some yeah, all that stuff, and then like Orpheus almost solves it all. <laughs> like Orpheus almost breaks free of it, and like helps other people get break free. Um, but he, because of his humanity and because of his doubt, he fails basically. And mm-hmm. then the the story ends with like uh, Hermes going, "Why do we? We're gonna sing this song again. We're gonna like." And that like kind of brings the question of like, why do we tell ourselves these stories? Why do we adapt these like, you know, the story of Jesus, the story of like these Greek myths and whatever? Why do we keep adapting them into our modern media and stuff like that? And, you know, one is like to comfort us, one is to make us feel alive, um, to see how the world could be. But also the question that kind of poses is like, maybe it's the fact that we keep telling this particular story over and over again, that it's likelier to come true again, that this is that we're just going to keep doing the cycle again. And it's like, like a we're self-fulfilling not... prophecy is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. And like there, um, the fact that this musicals on Broadway, which is a highly capitalist like enterprise and stuff like that, and right. like, exploits people. And like, you know, like a show like Hades town will be revered and, remembered and people $500 a ticket or whatever but like they're like just like at the bottom they're just like so many like people treated like shit and stuff like that and like I don't know it's interesting um I don't really have an answer to that but um kind of to that point I've seen theories that the actors in Hadestown are not 
performing as the characters they're performing as performers telling the story of Hades and mm. Persephone and Eurydice and Orpheus as in like and then that in itself offers like a metatextual explanation for why it keeps being performed every day because it is Broadway there's a show every single night yeah and like you said maybe in those performances one of those performances will lead to a happy ending even though we all know it won't yeah it's the same <laughs> story but like I don't know I've heard theories that that is what's happening that's interesting. interesting yeah yeah like it's it's rough it's like it's like we we should celebrate people like Orpheus who have like this gift to you know like maybe change minds and change hearts and stuff like that but also like we shouldn't depend on him as our hero or as our savior at the same time because he is like fallible and he's like I don't know it's interesting uh all right uh let's take a quick break and uh we'll be back with more Hades town okay way down <laughs> Hades town <laughs> uh welcome back everybody <laughs> welcome back to the show um i i decided to um shave my head i was like this hair is too oppressive this is like <laughs> this leave persephone alone is what he said when he was doing it that's right <laughs> um so let's go through some low lights first i don't really have a lot um, of low lights, like it kind of all runs together, really. Yeah, smooth. it does run together. It's it like does. hard to sometimes it's hard to like triangulate what is the song, like what's the song, like because yeah. they like the motifs run through and stuff like that. Like you can't go, oh, it's the la, 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 song. It's like it's because that's in, incorporated in so many different yeah, songs. You're right. Stuff. I think true. there's some like bang. There's some notable like really good songs in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, I agree with you, Andrew. Yeah. yeah, kind of to that point too. It's not really a low light. It kind of serves a good purpose, as much as I may not prefer it. But Hades Town as a whole was definitely not written to be a pop musical. Like they put the storytelling first mm-hmm. above the mm-hmm. catchiness of the songs. Mm-hmm. So the songs do not really stick in your head whatsoever. And sometimes I'm listening to it and I'm like, where is this melody going? <laughs> yes. But <laughs> yeah, it's a little like, and then you were writing the song for the king of the underworld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's like an improvisational tone to like, especially Hermes. Like he kind of like, uh, yeah. yes. I was going to say, Andre de Shields does an incredible performance. Um, he's one of my highlights, but yeah, he performs in such a way that it sounds like he's just riffing. Up yeah, 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 absolutely. Because, like, when you first hear it, it's like, I don't know about this. Like, I don't think it's a bad voice. Like, I, I like when I first hear it, it doesn't, like, strike me as, like, this is a great voice. Oh, my. Like, this is a great singing voice, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah like, no, he Kind of a lot of the cast is not amazing singers, in my opinion. Like, the only good ones are uh, Orpheus and Persephone. Like, as good sure. singers. Like, Ooh, interesting. You know, I like think Eurydice is pretty good. She's pretty good. Sure, I think like uh, the, and the, not in the same echelon as like Reeves Carney and stuff like that. Like yeah. Reeves okay, Carney is something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. Like he's they're, okay, they're good. Uh, Orpheus, Persephone, and Eurydice, but I think everyone else kind of like is they. I guess I'm, that's just Hades and Hermes, but like Hades is not really singing. He's kind of also doing the like, fates though. Oh yeah, are the fates bad in this? They're they, supposed they, to be like dicks. <laughs> like are they like assholes? I feel they're like kind the of fates like, are generally. Bad and Greek mythology. Okay, but in this, they kind of feel neutral. 
they I feel like they kind of feel like meanies, like little meanies. They do feel a little mean. They kind of didn't they suggest to Hades the whole plot to begin with of like have her. Yeah, I don't know. It seemed like they inspired him to make the rule that he can't look back. Yeah. Mm. So that feels a little like a dick move to me. And they kind of convince um, like Eurydice to go into Hades. They're like, it's cool. Like, yeah, ooh, la la, right. good town, it's fun. Peer pressure type thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, here's really. the ticket. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I yeah, think like that they probably represent like the id of these characters. They're they're probably just like because they're like physicalized in these characters. They seem like dicks, but it's probably just like what these characters were going to do anyways. Gotcha. A yeah, bit. that makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I just do be. I am kind of like. I don't really like them. (laughs) I kind of wish they wouldn't be here right now. I kind of wish you'd be a little nicer to my friends. (laughs) Yeah, like I to and also to the point of like the um maybe the voices themselves like aren't. Reeves Carney is like the the true like he is this gorgeous succulent voice. I don't know. Like I'll try to think of an adverb. (laughs) Like it's like so good. And but then the um succulent for example (laughs) I don't know. But like in and we're kind of like just going a little all over because there's so many songs to discuss. Like um we're not gonna discuss all of them but like come home with me like the way the choir layers over his singing voice and stuff like that just like enhances it tenfold. It it kind of reminds me of the original Boney Bear version, where like Boney Bear loves to like layer his voice in weird ways, and like oh, they made it super accessible in this version, basically, because Boney Bear is a weird artist. I'd say like it wouldn't be as successful, I don't think, if it was his voice and stuff. But yeah, let's talk about low lights. Um, Michael, what's a low light for you? Uh, hey, little songbird. Oh, I agree. I want to talk about this. It creeps me out. It's not even a song. (laughs) This is the greatest uh, offender of what Allison is talking about, where it's like, there is no melody. Like, because he's like, hey, little songbird. And then she's like, I'm pretty hungry. (laughs) Somebody go. And it's like, (laughs) yeah, this isn't a song. Like, this is like, they don't match at all what the two of them are doing, which maybe translates better on stage, but I don't think it does necessarily like it's not like light and dark or whatever it's just like this sounds bad on my eardrums (laughs) like i don't want to listen to this (laughs) i do think this is an interesting interpretation of hades like because you know we've seen the james wood version and hercules and stuff like that and like they have a lot of yeah (laughs) great guy like (laughs) good opinions um but like (laughs) but like (laughs) <laughs> sorry I right I, I, was, I was just laughing because i was like enjoying his opinions <laughs> and thoughts and relationships um allison you know he like is one of the worst people like on twitter he is yes, like yeah. like the alex jones that's on of twitter basically oh god <laughs> a nightmare of a uh, human. um yeah like that's a but like he's so good in that like he's so good in hercules like that's like same spot on twitter <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's so good on that. No, he's like an amazing, amazing Hades. He sets like the standard of what Hades is, kind of. They just like a postmodern fun interpretation. I think this version they play of like, oh, he's like a populist, capitalist type of guy, and like a business, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. industry. Yeah, he's a titan of the industry. Yeah, I think that's Extremely. interesting. Um, and his outfit in the musical is like a pinstripe three piece suit, which really just makes him have like. 
like mafia energy. <laughs> That's fun. I like that. I like knowing that. I like the lines. Give you his hand. He'll give you his hand to mouth. <laughs> you know, like yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. that's clever. I like the line. He'll write you a poem when the power is out. Like just like this idea of again, he's not meeting your needs, girl. Like he's not like, <laughs> hey girlfriend. It's, <laughs> hey girl. It's in your bestie. Hey girlfriend. girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go out on Friday. <laughs> Maybe to drag a brunch on Saturday. <laughs> One of my friends is performing. <laughs> Be sure to tip the dolls. That would be like, a different show. I would still see it though. <laughs> work mama. <laughs> Slay the Slay. house yeah. girl. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just like I yeah, I screw on me for sure. Like Persephone. <laughs> um, I like this interpretation uh, of 80s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I like I, I like that like again, he's not meeting her needs. Like he, because that's something that like I kind of had to learn um this year was just like because the show is doing much this show is like doing really like much better than last year like i feel like i'm so much better at it like it's like more successful people more people are listening to it and stuff like that it's not like huge but like you know like enough people where it's like making like i put out episode i feel good that people are listening to it and stuff like that but like it's that's like that's one need but that's like not meeting these other needs that i have and like sometimes I wonder, like, why is my life so chaotic? Why is my wife so dysregulated and chaotic? Oh, it's because I'm not meeting these other needs that I have, basically. And I thought I I would look to like you know any success or whatever and go like, but but this, you know. Um, so I think again, this is really and again, like I love the the compassion it has for Eurydice of again you could have your principles when you have your belly full like they she understood like so many like social like you know pieces that are more have more socialist themes are very judgy about like people who like participate in capitalism and stuff like that which like again valid but like it's i think this is a really compassionate view like yeah it doesn't seem like there's a choice uh, sometimes allison um what's a low life for you okay the one i had written i have a a couple but the one was also hey little somber that's on just okay yeah yeah <laughs> unsettles me like nothing else uh, I, uh, par- parenthetical michael's version's good as gay as the james wood hades but sounds like the hades town hades <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that one i'm cool with this one i can't <laughs> get with it just his voice in general i mean it's an incredible he's an incredible bass singer it's so Probably unique even, it's it's Singer, so unique. In quotes. Yeah. <laughs> it's um it's just rattles me a little bit. It feels like a creepy older dude at a bar walking up to you, being yeah. like, Hey, can I buy you a drink? And it's like, no, please leave. Which I think but is you have to listen par- to him. Partially the point of it. Right? Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. He's, he's so old. Like, <laughs> like hey, he's so he's an old dude. Like Okay. Doesn't mean yeah. you shouldn't moisturize. Andrew, <laughs> he he lives in hell. <laughs> it's like 
<laughs> like moisturizer works for like two seconds. Like, <laughs> okay, well, apply regularly then. Yeah. Yeah. So like, no, I don't know. Apply what to tell liberally. You. <laughs> Take collagen <laughs> supplements. Do something. <laughs> yeah. So like you know like like walk into oh. a vat of like moist cocoa butter or whatever. Like, hey, hey, TikTok. Let's get get ready with me this morning for my day of running my. Hades Town business. This is the Olay moisturizer <laughs> I use every day. <laughs> so yeah, that's a that's a pretty bad song, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm so good at staying on topic, guys. I can't believe it. I think it kind of sags in the middle. Like I think it starts off super strong and it ends super strong. I think it kind of sags in the middle a little bit. Especially yeah, I would like agree. 40, 40 songs. Yeah. That's a lot of songs. I, I think like, for example, just like Our Lady of the Underground. Like, I actually really like Amber Gray. I really like her. She's so talented. She does a lot of great limb work like Christine Bransky. Um, but it's like, that's the problem with just this type of genre of song. Like the introduction to act two is like, it's usually perfunctory. It's usually not that yeah. important. And mm-hmm. stuff like that to the story it's like kind of just but also like hey let's give amber gray time to like sing and dance that'll be fun and stuff like that but it's like the the narrative function is like who wants drinks and stuff like that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. i do i do like that she shouts out the specific band members and i like at why we build the wall at the end of why we build the wall she says does anyone want a drink like to like before intermission? That's really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Just like some songs just like hit me less hard. But yeah, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. No, I was going to say kind of to that point um, about how it sags in the middle. So I was telling Michael during the break that on this particular day in New York City, when I went to see this musical, I was extremely hungover and did <laughs> not leave my apartment, like my hotel room in New York all day long. This was the only thing I did that day. So going... <laughs> From laying in bed to seeing a musical I knew nothing about, and they're singing in melodies that like don't really have a catchy tune, and it <laughs> sags in the middle, and there's a guy singing "Hey Little Songbird" for like four minutes. <laughs> I was struggling for a minute there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think that's enough. That's enough for a little. You don't want to engage with that story at all. <laughs> that's pretty cool sad, story. Allison. I'm sorry. You that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really glad I told it. <laughs> yeah. I'm your friend. I like. Yeah. <laughs> this is the part where I'm you're your... not being friendly. She's yeah. friendly at times, hostile at others. <laughs> this is part of the hostile time. Right, right. Uh, Allison, what's a highlight for you? Live your experience <laughs> in New York after um, lying in bed until that point. <laughs> yeah, you. the rest of the trip was great. That was just a little light, just in general. No, I have a lot of highlights. Um, I generally really liked um, the song Epic 3, like the final version of it. It's (laughs) so hard. It's so good. Obviously, (laughs) Wait For Me is incredible, too. That was the only one I knew. It is incredible, yeah. And the choreography for that, visually seeing it is stunning. Like they have a a turn stage and then a platform that raises and lowers and Mm -hmm. lamps that they swing and the precision of the lamps to not hit Orpheus. Oh yeah. Very impressive. Wait for me is the one with the, like the lamps and stuff like that. Like that's when Orpheus is 
like singing to Eurydice and uh because mm-hmm. she's already left and he's like I'm coming after you oh I, 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 that's a good song that is a notably good song yes. that is like a song you could probably just like listen to by itself and just like yeah I want to listen to this and stuff like mm. that I think another good song is uh that's a good song. I like Way Down Hades Town. That one gets stuck in my brain. That one's That's fun. like a poppy song. It's like a boot stomping song. Yeah. But I, I remember like Way Down Hades Town. Like it's fun. It's part yeah. of when that's when they're tricked. I would be tricked by that song. It like sounds fun. <laughs> I know. It like, sounds like a good time. Sign me up. <laughs> I'm hungry. That sounds fun. <laughs> they're stomping down there. I better go. <laughs> way down where? Yeah. I love- How about you, Andrew? Hmm. I really love just getting you don't get to answer because you didn't okay. ask Allison about her, her time <laughs> at the show. You're right, fine. That's Allison, fair, you get to do another highlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, oh yeah, replace another Andrew. Amazing. Another <laughs> highlight is <laughs> the general um, kind of vague aesthetic of it. Like it's very, like we said, like kind of post depression. Um, very vintage railroad outlaw saloon type mm-hmm. vibes. Yeah. In the set pieces and the costumes and the lighting and obviously the way the songs sound. So I really enjoyed that. That was a good time. I like that they're kind of doing like both like Western and like like industry depression. Like yeah, honestly, it's fun. They merged mm-hmm. them really well. I thought it was super well done. And the like railroad sound that plays that Andre de Shields has like a little pipe that makes a railroad. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the word train horn like noise choo-choo. yeah but like yeah, a really choo-choo. sharp one but yeah i thought that was really cool i really like the um i will say like to to contrast my complaint about like the bit where it sags in the middle i think it's so well constructed though like this is definitely i could see that this took like over 10 years to like compose and construct and stuff like that it's really impressive how you know just like the and like the she's a boy like all those motifs like come together so like and when they come back they like every time they come back they have a new meaning and stuff like that that's Mm -hmm. a really impressive part of musicals that um hamilton does that really well um just like a bunch of other ones do that like a lot of sondheim stuff does that really well i i really love um just uh come home with me in wedding song i think that's like so such a great introduction to those characters uh the idea of just like it's starting to come home with me like just like starting off strong like that that's really funny just like the 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 choir overlays with like your name is like a melody like that's so good mm-hmm. like and like her cynicism being like worn down over time like she's giving in because he he'll make her feel alive which is really beautiful and she gives in fast, but not so fast that you're like, okay, what's yeah. happening? You know? Yeah. And exactly. like the, the interplay is like flirty and fun. Like she kind of like matches his earnesty with like this flirtiness, like this, like, and like it, it's, <laughs> I, I, I have found myself in those situations <laughs> before um, where like, I like, it's such it's, it's, like again it's like the idea of like you're trying to um, save someone you went on a date with from going to hell yeah yeah you have to go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah classic yeah. problem Sucks. Uh, <laughs> me too <Andrew>. me too <laughs> <laughs> me too bro um 
I'm like, don't yeah. go to hell. And they're like, I have to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> I have to eat food. You don't understand. This is the only I way. have to get a job. <laughs> You're like, on the railroad. I love uh, Why We Build the Wall. That's such a great song. I think it's, again, like these, the thing about musicals, and especially a musical like this, is they make the subtext text. They just like mm-hmm. say what it's about. They like, they tell mm-hmm. you what it is. They, they doesn't not, this like, seem bad, <laughs> etc. Yeah, we keep yeah. The, yeah. we build the wall yeah. to keep us free. The enemy is poverty. The idea of like I think the idea of like why do a Haiti why do a Eurydice and Orpheus story now is and why tell the story over and over the the good version of that is because these archetypes keep popping up like these archetypes keep popping up in life so it's not like it's it's still relevant because it's still happening and stuff like that and like Mm -hmm. she wrote she wrote the song before trump like and anias mitchell wrote the song before trump because it's not about trump it's about just like the system and stuff like that and it's like and understanding why people participate you know uh what's another highlight for you allison <laughs> you, you get another one um <laughs> yeah so many well it's good because i have way more highlights than i have low lights <laughs> yeah, yeah, um another highlight i would say is that kind of i think we mentioned dear evan hansen earlier kind of contrary to that every song in this or at least almost every song advances the plot in some way and at the beginning of the song the character is in a very different place than they are by the end of the song and in mm-hmm. Dear Evan Hansen, the songs kind of just express a very temporary in the moment emotion. Yes, yeah. yes. It's like, and, yeah. Do you like parades? And it's like the parade yeah. song. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I love exactly. parades. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love not feeling alone. And guess what? I still love not feeling alone. People on the internet love my speech. And they still love my speech. <laughs> yeah. I'm so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Andrew, the vibe of that. Yeah, Andrew, sorry, your favorite musical ever sucks. Your favorite movie of all time sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm really weird. Yeah, uh, but this one's in this one very much like, I mean, like we've said, like uh, Eurydice goes from being like very cynical, and then she's like, no, okay, like I actually do want to like be with you, and I want you to finish your song, and but then also, okay, now I actually do really want food, so I'm gonna leave, like. Mm-hmm. Every She's single like little piece. experience to some degree. Because she feels like she also person. like she tra- attempts to bargain with Orpheus several times before. It's not like, well, I'm hungry. I'm going to go now. Um, she like calls Orpheus like, hey, how's the song going? He's like, I'm a poet and stuff like that. It's like, I'm an artist <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. He's like, okay. <laughs> like, you know, I need he to seems annoying. Today. I would fight him. <laughs> I, would not be able to date Orpheus. I agree about this. And that's, again, that's the, that's the, he actually has the power to change things. He had like with his art, with like, he was able to like, the thing that really uh, drew Eurydice to Orpheus was the, the, the trick with the rose where he was able to turn the paper flower into a real flower with his song and like oh my god you can do this with that little and stuff like that what it what would happen if you finish the song what would happen if you you could change the world you could bring spring you could like end this blah 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 like you changed hades and stuff like that well i guess it's just like but what's going to happen in between that time 
like mm-hmm. and that's like the struggle of dating an artist that's a struggle of like loving an artist and stuff like that is just like okay the, the electricity the electricity bill was due last month we're not gonna have lights and we can't like you know feed our child or whatever like that's like serious and like that's like and like you can't like warm yourself up with a poem like you could i guess for a little while but like you you can't like that's not enough you know if you're yeah, not if you haven't had that other stuff dealt with so that kind oh. of reminds me of another highlight if i may yeah <laughs> all highlights a- oops all highlights oops what can i say um it's my favorite magazine. like 2016 makeup youtube too much highlight <laughs> <laughs> That's such a niche <laughs> reference. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> another visual highlight. only gag. <laughs> visual this only is, this gag. For this the is the foundation. Only. This is the foundation I use to like even out my. <laughs> yeah. like, Don't use my yeah, I can tell that's the foundation you're using. <laughs> yeah, it's it called. Good. It's called <laughs> Leo. <laughs> it's called. It's like, um. Okay. But yeah, the other the thing that I just thought of with that too is like similar to the way that um, Eurydice and Persephone are kind of connected. I feel like Hades and Orpheus also have very similar uh, tendencies, mm-hmm. or at least con- there's a connection between them as well because they're they self both- obsessed to some degree. Yes, exactly. They like both are doing things that they think their women want and that will serve their women and for Orpheus it's kind of true but there's like like lawn ass payoff until it'll actually happen (laughs) but it's like (laughs) actively pushing the women away like as they do it and they think like they're doing it to draw the women to them and to make life better for their women but then in the process they're losing the women that they love yeah Yeah. totally because it's like you also need um quality time you also need you know to attend to like the Gift giving, yeah, yeah, access Words service, and sex, <laughs> like the fifth love language. Wait, what is um, the fifth? It's words of affirmation, quality time, time touch, acts of service, acts of service, gift giving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we got them. Um, did we say one yeah, twice? I, I feel like we said one twice. Access. Let's do this again. Okay, acts of service, <laughs> gift giving, gift giving, touch, acts of service, gift giving, acts of touch. service, gift giving, touch. Uh-huh. Words, of affirmation. Words, of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Quality time. Quality, quality time. time. I think we said one twice though. Like, I no, yeah, don't think we said quality time. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. Say- okay. I'm okay. Sorry, let's get. Let's let's do it all. Together. Let's say it at the same time. Okay. Quality service. Quality time. Okay, that's that's enough. That's not good. <laughs> this is a bad podcast. Um, so- <laughs> this is a bad podcast. That's true. Um. Yeah, like, like, but the idea of like not this uh, episode, Allison, just generally the two of us doing. We need Sean. Like, we need Sean. <laughs> he's like an uh, insecurity of both Orpheus and Hades is that Persephone is up for six up on Earth for six months, and like that's scary. Like, I think anyone in a relationship would like if you're like six months you're away traveling or whatever and then six months you're with me and stuff like that i think because they clearly only like the six months they're away yeah yeah exactly and like and like the idea of just like hey i'll do whatever possible to make your time with me worth it and stuff like that like that and like um but like he's also like refusing to meet again this other need these other needs that persephone has um, so she drinks, which is 
sad. Okay, <laughs> alcohol is alcohol is a plight on our society. So, um, uh, Michael, do you have another highlight? Wait, let me put down my only one glass, uh, comically sized wine glass that I have with me at this at this time, and it's like <laughs> as big as one bottle of wine. I put it down. It says it's five o'clock somewhere on the other <laughs> side. Uh, yeah. Another highlight I have. Uh, I don't know. It's like like you guys were saying, it's hard to like pin down any part of this. I feel like it starts super, super strong. The first four songs all feel really good. They introduce the like show pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, I don't really have another specific highlight I'd like to call out. This works mm-hmm. for me. This musical works for me. I love his kiss, the riot, and doubt comes in. Those are those are really good too. That one's um, really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Doubt comes in is good. I like the idea of in the kiss, the riot. So Hades is moved. He reconnects with Persephone, but he still isn't like he still is acting out self interest, like by doing this, by like uh, doing this test instead of like making them, and like you know the idea of in in the next song Hermes says like it's a test it's to test you and to test your love and stuff like that but I actually think that like Hades points out that nothing makes a man as bold as a woman's smile and a hand to hold but if he's by himself then he'll like go mad and stuff like that and that's like the reason why you know it's so hard to break out of capitalism is like because we separate our leaders like from the community and stuff like that. And it's just like this. So it's like a, it's like a fish without a head basically, or like, it's like kind of just it's so it's like hard. So like to separate the leader or the separate the person who has that spark and like make, and like make them isolate them or make them feel alone. They'll, and like the system will stay in place basically, which is like, I think it's like really smart that they triangulated on, and it makes sense that Hades wouldn't like totally turn at the same time. Like, but I don't know. <laughs> and yeah, doubt comes in. That's pretty, it was pretty sad. <laughs> it was pretty sad when uh, uh, Oedipus, or I keep like a bear. <laughs> it was pretty sad when Oedipus like had sex with his mom. I was like, real. I was like, no. <laughs> at the end no, of the day, when it Age two. <laughs> <laughs> he looks back and it's his mom <laughs> and he's like hubba hubba <laughs> like, and, then, and then the wings they were flying out of hell on got too close to the sun and they fell into the ocean yeah that's right I hate that yes. part I hate that yes. part too it was, it was, and then like the minotaur sure. is there to catch him at the bottom uh, but the minotaur only has one eye don't even tell me about it too many characters <laughs> a low light. that's a low light too many characters added at the last second <laughs> <laughs> then the it was like, oh, this is really clean. This is like really clean with these number of characters and stuff. Yeah, like just five until the last song when every character in Greek mythology comes it's out. It's like stage. the end of Avengers, where like all the like the portals come in. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of the women for Greek mythology come out and beat Hades up. <laughs> That's a highlight. King Solomon's there. <laughs> He's like King Solomon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Me watching yeah. uh, one thousand years of longing or three thousand years of longing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And King Solomon uh, was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andrew Good and I were two of the only people on Earth who saw that movie. <laughs> in I, saw that, like... I would say I've never heard of that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> right. 
Anyways, closing <laughs> thoughts, final thoughts, ratings. Okay, so let's get the final thoughts and ratings. The way this works is we'll rate this uh, musical out of 10. Fun metric at the end. Uh, Allison, let's hear from you first. My rating oh. is, I don't know if this is going to transfer at all to someone who hasn't seen it, but 10 red flowers out of 10. Because it's they give a little. You'd like look at the cover and go like, oh yeah. Yeah, you're just serious. Listen, <laughs> I wasn't sure, but yeah, ten red flowers out of ten, I'll say. Okay, I really enjoyed this. It made me really want to watch the show. Um, I do want to see it. I don't know when that will happen, but you know, maybe Ariana Grande will be in a movie version of this sometime soon, so I could She'll watch that. You know. 2035 or whatever um so i would give this i I liked it a lot it was a little long kind of hard to listen all the way through um i'm gonna give this nine beauty influencer hades out of (laughs) ten that's a better one i like that better. also like i think a reason i like um dear evan hansen is because the song like the soundtrack is like an hour like it's like really like very digestible yeah a lot of ballads and stuff like that um and it's like it's like it has that pop sensibility that this is kind of missing a little bit. Just yeah, like, yeah, extremely true. So and yet they still oh. cut out songs for the movie crazily. What did they cut out? I don't remember. The, the dad song. Does anybody right? have a map? Oh, <laughs> which I love. I was like, I thought that I, was I, a great I, song. Yeah, yeah. I cannot believe Amy Adams is gonna sing. Does anybody have a map? But then she doesn't. And is bad in the she, movie. She doesn't sing at all, right? She's no. like, she's probably the better singer of like the, the Hollywood stars yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, well, she does sing a little bit where it's like, but it's like, my son, like it's a cutaway. And it's like, that's yeah. all she sings. Yeah. My son. Boo. Okay. Um, okay. So. You know, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, what's your rating of Hades Town? <laughs> I'm going to give this uh, eight out uh, of ten. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh i this is good it's good it's very um it's i think the idea of the thing i was saying about these characters aren't really fleshed out they're more like ideas um where like they rep each character represents an idea and the idea that you could the fact that you're able to like all these uh, ideas and concepts like fit together so nicely complement each other contradict each other um, really make an inch a really interesting art piece really it really makes you think about this stuff it really makes you you know consider the idea of art art versus commerce and pragmat- pragmatic realism versus optimism and stuff like that and like trying to find the bat like because we all know that the answer is somewhere in between all this stuff um, but it's like really hard to crack it's like really hard to crack and sustain and stuff like that so yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's tragic. It's sad. The songs are bops. Uh, really unique in its execution. Like I don't think they're like very singular in its execution. Even though the story is very pretty, pretty has been told so many times. So I'm gonna give this um, yeah eight out of ten. Nice. So nice. <laughs> all right. So Allison, what a great time! It is such a great time with you. Thank you for um, having me. This is mm. good. Yeah, thanks for being such a lovely friend that I listen to and engage with. Like, it's also <laughs> like a different. <laughs> it's also really it's I send you a weekly podcast of just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Allison, do you have anything you'd like to plug or anything? Where can people follow you and stuff? Um, 
I don't have anything to plug, but my Instagram is just my name, Allison Mink, spelled with one L A L I S O N M I N K. Yeah. Cool beans. Good, good, yeah, good, good <laughs> posts and stuff. Like, this is very, this is great. Thank um, you. I try. I curate my feed. I spend a lot of time on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, shoot. I should have done this. I'm going to give Hades Town a light eight. Yeah, the, hit the upworthy liker to subscribe. Um, oh. <laughs> oh. I haven't had the thing memorized. Like, I don't, like, okay, let's cut that out. That's not- that like, <laughs> oh, you're gonna be Anthony Fantano rating the album? Yeah, yeah, that was me. That was what I was trying to do. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> too many. Which slices. I review next. You're the best. You're the best. This <laughs> is all that's Anthony Fantano, good reviewer. He sh- we should get him on a show. Um. Although we already have him on the show because I'm here. Uh, so He'd probably right, right, right. Do, we could probably get into Ventana. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, so that's a bucket list guess. But like, uh, you can follow the show at IBMDLTT on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Michael at Lemon Taco on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Sean at Diabetic Twink on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me at Andre Lee on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you could, Otnis did our theme song. And, uh, uh, Olivia Jensen did our cover art. Uh, please leave us a review on Apple Music Podcasts and uh, Vote for Olivia Rodrigo when she runs her president in 2044 <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Olivia, I, Allison, I mean, <laughs> what would you like to play us out with? Like, what song? Okay. Uh, the song I have picked is a new release. It is by the artist. Now that I think about it, I actually don't know how to pronounce his last name, but I'm going to go with Noah Kayan. Um, and the song is going to be homesick. It's he, well, I found him on TikTok. I'd hate to call him a TikTok musical artist, but he kind of blew up on there and he just released his album stick season. And it is incredible. He describes it as a love letter to new England. So just picture like road tripping through new England. And it's amazing. This is Mm. so pretty. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a good day. Have a good, have a bad day. <laughs> like and subscribe. Smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <great. laughs>